Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Get 30% shorter average wait time. When you buy and book your appointment at DiscountTire.com, you can get 30% shorter average wait time in the store. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Halloween edition brought to you by Bow Hunter Planet. <laughs> we hope you're scared out there because today's episode, as it is Halloween today, uh, we want to try to tell some scary stories and uh, see if there's any scary stories. We did put a post out to our team BHP for scary stories. However, um, most of them are just like fear stories, like, you know, I got lost in the woods, but one of them was actually quite interesting. And uh, one of the guys was in his cabin in hunt camp, and uh, there was like an explosion, and he got hit with some debris, and it turns out uh, somebody shot a rifle from far away, and it blew through the wall of the cabin. Oh. And the debris hit him in the face, and the bullet missed him by like six inches. That's scary. Was that, that, night, was that nighttime scary. or daytime? I think daytime, but the cabin might have been far away from the shot, right? Yeah. Rifles travel miles. Who oh, knows? Gosh. If it does no tree, <laughs> if that, you know, yeah. who knows? Scary. Well, yeah, scary. that is scary. That would that would shake you up. You yes. guys ever see the uh, movie, um, I think it's called The Hunted? I did. That was scary. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. No. So the guy will tell the story kind of. If you haven't seen the movie, go ahead and see it. It's a honey movie. It came out a couple years ago. And uh, so the guy is hunting with a camera guy and they're filming a hunting show. That's the whole premise of the the movie. They're in a lot of land that no one's hunted. It's like way back in the sanctuary area that no one's ever been. And so the first hunt, I think goes normal as planned. I remember the second hunt, they hear a weird noise and kind of creeps them out. And then they go back and talk about it from, I remember at hunt camp with the owner, like, Hey, is there, was there somebody back there today? It was like a scream sound, like someone screaming. That's what it was. He's like, Oh, it must've been a, a mountain lion or something. And, um, so finally they go back again and they hear the scream real close and then something moving, you know, it gets dark at night and you're sitting, yeah, stand. Sure, sure. something's walking in. They think it might be a deer. And then they hear that scream like super loud and they're like freaked out. And uh, anyway, it turns out to be a ghost and it kills him <laughs> in the end. But, you know, it's a movie, obviously. But I'm just saying it was, it was creepy. Yeah. The way it was filmed, the way they did it was an excellent done job. Like, it was scary. Well, there's a lot of people out in the woods on Halloween because it's such an active night for um, the rut. You know, the pre-rut, the rut, maybe. And uh, a lot of people get big deer on 
Somebody what? was just telling me, was that you saying that earlier? Someone was saying that to me today. That No, I know what it was. It was at, it was at work. Somebody was saying that a lot of people are hunting today. Yeah. Or tomorrow. Yeah, today. Yeah. And they said that Halloween is, you know, one of the best times to hunt. And I've never really, I think I've only gone one Halloween. And generally I go at Ron because it's something close and he always wears a mask, which is scary. So yeah. what, uh, What's the reason behind hunting Halloween? It's just an active time for the pre-rut and the Full rut, I think. You know, he's getting close to the rut. Frankenstein's back there. The vampires. Now, so, does Halloween, Halloween doesn't always fall on the full moon, though. No. Maybe it does. <laughs> so let me Bobby. ask you. Let me ask you guys a question. Seriously, <laughs> do either of you believe in ghosts? I do. Uh, Dave, you know, I don't know. Like, cause I feel like sometimes I do, and I just I don't. I don't know if I believe in the things like where people are like they're possessed and things like that. Like, I'm not sure I believe that far. I feel like maybe they just have something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe they literally have some medical condition that no one understands go wrong in their head or maybe something broke in their head and then they freak out, you know, but as far as ghosts go, I mean, I kind of believe that there's some sort of spirits because I don't know. I I guess, I guess what I'm, the reason I'm saying is, is I'm kind of open to it that, you know, maybe there is, I'm open to it. I just don't know. And you know, I I have a story. So you, you tell me. So, yeah. So you know that I go to the Upper Peninsula. Uh, and, wait a minute, this is a true story. And I've been this is going there. Scary, I've been going there for years. Don't listen to I this. You're scared years. of easy uh, honey. I forgot yeah. about this. this. Is a good story yeah. about Halloween. So I've been going up there for years, and when I was going up there, you know, we would always hunt. And and years ago, when I went up there, it was literally the middle of nowhere. There's nowhere around. But I had a a gentleman that lived up there. He was an old Finlander name's Toivo Mackey and he lived in a house that he said was haunted and you know how it goes you're always like yeah sure Toivo you know it's haunted it's haunted well one night we were coming back it was late at night we were dropping Toivo off he invites us into his house and I was sitting there with Toivo my buddy I always hunt with Dan and and uh my nephew drink you know I'm not a big drinker. Yeah, I do. Okay, I've had I had a couple of beers. Uh, Dan had a significant amount. Brian, my nephew, only had not much. And Toivo, he was probably had quite a bit. We're sitting at the kitchen table, and we're just talking and talking. And all of a sudden, there was this loud noise that filled the whole room. It was the best I I can describe it. It was a banshee wail. Now. People are going to say, oh, you know, could have been a bobcat or a coyote or whatever. But the thing about it was, as the whale was going on, you could hear something rolling across the attic up above us and making this loud, almost like a bowling ball. Now, you got to think about this. You know, people say, well, maybe Toivo had something set up or something like that. This guy had no idea about technology or anything like that. I mean, he was uh, uh, just a. a way back high. So anyway, when it first happened, I was like, I just, you know, I had hair back then. I felt like my hair stood up on end. And I honestly didn't know if I actually heard what I heard until I looked at my nephew and he was white as a ghost. And I looked at my buddy Dan and he was white as a ghost. And I'm like, what in the hell was that? And Toivo looked just matter of fact, he says, I told you it's haunted. He says, I have ghosts move stuff around on me all the time. 
And, you know, he's told us a story that the house we were in back in the lumbering days was a house of ill repute and gambling. And he said there was a lot of murders that took place in this house. So I was, I was freaked out. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And like I said, I just was like, okay, time to go. <laughs> and we got up and we left and, uh, you know, we talked about it after we tried to figure out, okay, what could that have been? And, uh, honestly, I have no explanation for it. I don't know what it was. It wasn't natural. It was pretty darn scary. And the weird thing about it is back in the day, we didn't have like cell phones and stuff. And if I wanted to call home and I wanted to use a phone, Toyba, he'd be out at a hunting camp. So, oh, you can go to my house and use the phone. <laughs> I would be so nope. scared. I did do it. I'd go in there. <laughs> I made the fastest phone calls to my wife. Hey, I'm okay. I'm at Toyba's. Uh, Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Later. Because, and I would turn every light on, have my flashlight on. I was. I was the funny part is I, I remember that, that story and I remember we went there and I remember and there was noises then because there was like, but there was an animal. He's like, remember he said, I yeah. know if it was an animal. No, remember, were you there when he said, I got a skunk lady yes. with me? Yeah. Yes. And, and I always, he'd been telling us that for a while. And sure enough, we're sitting there and a skunk walked across the floor. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, living in this house. I remember wow. sitting there like. And I was like so creeped out in that house. Like oh, after yeah. the story, though, because I start you start to hone in on like spirits like that. Like you're thinking, like you start to get that feeling, like your hair stand up in the back. Yeah. Of your neck. Like I was in there, and I remember thinking, like I, I remember the story, but I, I was like, so I'm on alert, right? That's my point. So I'm already heightened alert because he made a comments to me about that what happened in the story, and honestly, I did feel like it was kind of creepy in there, and I don't, and it was like it's like creepy, creepy. Yeah. Like it was like dark. And you hear noises and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he probably, he's got he had electricity, but he probably had like a 20 watt light bulb in. Yeah, there that's what I mean. Know? It was it just was like dim and dark. Well, he's, got his, he's got his wood stove going. It's got 120 degrees. In doing, there. doing the yeah. type of work that we did for years. Haven't oh, you ever God. been somewhere? And oh man, I honestly, <sighs> I hate to tell you this. Yeah, story. I don't think we want. To, let's not no, get too I, graphic I mean, on I, the show. But. It's not graphic, but I will tell you this. So. Along those same lines, you, like you said, Bob and I were paramedics. EMS. I did it for 34 years. And I will tell you that there was a time when I had a run when a gentleman passed away from a heart attack. And I swear to God, the Grim Reaper was in the room with me. I, I just was cold. It, it, the temperature changed in the room. The guy, I just got a chill. I know. I'm telling you, it was so bizarre. He's here! It was so ah! it was so bizarre because the guy was, you know, he was alive and talking to me and, He's and next he, to you in your car he arrested. We had to do CPR on him. But when he arrested, the temperature in the room changed. changed. The color of the light in the, I'm telling you, I don't know what it was, but it was almost like I saw his spirit leave. And it it bothered me for weeks. I mean, I was freaking no. And I looked around at my crew and they were all like, What? hell was that you know yeah. i mean obviously we went to work we so it wasn't just you no 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 the whole crew was like dude we left there you know we took him to the hospital he didn't make it and everybody got in the rig we're heading back and we're, it's all kind of quiet you know and i was like did any of you guys have a weird feeling when this happened and they yeah. all of them were like dude you what was that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I thought it was just me. But, I mean, 
I couldn't sleep for like two weeks, man. It was, it was, it was weird. And I thought to myself, I never want to see that again. You know, <laughs> I want to see the Grim Reaper ever again. I, I mean, like, so I just call it the Grim Reaper, but I don't know what it was. The, the night, the night my my grandma passed away, and she she was like in hospice, right, incoherent, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that whole bit. Um, like the moment that it happened after we, you know, we found out what time. You know, my dad gets a phone call. To a, to a, to the house phone, caller ID. It was my grandma's phone, and he picked it up, and nobody was there. Wow! <laughs> oh man! Oh. Wow! And, and like we found out like the next day, and she didn't she didn't live at the house anymore. Mm-hmm. The, the house was next door to us, so she lived next door to us. But okay. when she was in hospice, she was about forty five minutes away at her at my aunt's place, mm-hmm. and uh, so nobody was at the house next door to us at all. Nobody lived there at all. Yeah. And we got a phone call, caller ID from my grandma's place. Wow. And nobody on the other line the night that she passed away. Well, my sister, when I... When Isn't I, that crazy? When I was younger, my sister, um, I had an aunt. Her name was Aunt Millie. And my sister, I remember I was in the living room. My sister came down in the morning and she says to my mother, she goes, did something happen to Aunt Millie? And my aunt had died the night before. And my mom hadn't told any of us, but my sister, my mom's like, why? And she said, I had a dream about Aunt Millie that she died. And no she kidding. Did. Yeah. 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 That's nuts. My grandma's like that type of person though. There's another, there's another, you know, she, she was a big religious person. She prayed mm-hmm. a lot, Catholic, um, all that stuff. And I just, I remember this one time my, my mom, she lost her credit card. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it anywhere. And my grandma, she's like, oh, I'll pray for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And she calls my she calls my mom. She goes, it's in a book. What was it? I was told it was in a book. <laughs> and my mom's like, what? <laughs> so, like, this goes, like, month, a month later, right? A month later, she's reading a book. And she's flipping through the pages. And the credit card falls out. <laughs> and wow. she's like... What? <laughs> so that just that was. I mean, a lot of that. There's a lot of stuff like that. Yep. You know that happened. I. I this. Who knows? I, so just, I do. I do. I. I think there's. I don't. I don't think that there's a level of coincidence with some of that stuff. Yeah. I just think people are yeah. more apt to hear yeah. it, feel it, understand it than other people are. Yeah, Bob. Did you so. ever have when you were working medic or the hospital? Did you ever have that experience where you felt like something else was there or no? Yes. Yeah, okay. And I, I mean, like you said, it's that feeling of cold. Yeah, it was so weird. The so wind weird. blowing across the back of your neck. Yeah. Oh. Is it like a cold day when you're hunting? And no. You that cold chill that comes no, away? it's, it's no. hard to describe. Middle of, is it middle like somebody of turns on honestly, the air conditioner? Like, middle of summer. Honestly, after... It's I, like somebody putting, putting a cold wind down the back of your neck. I was so freaked out, I was sick to my stomach, honestly. I, did, I mean, I didn't throw up or anything, but I was nauseated. I was like... Maybe because it was just... Since 1971, Burris has been the leader in optics innovation, and that continues today with products like the new Oracle Rangefinding Bowsight. Burris offers the best value on the market today. Their optics are durable, reliable, and affordable. Everything they offer from red dots and rifle scopes to their binos and bowsights are backed by their forever warranty. Burris. Find what matters. 
4K and the XV4's advanced high-resolution night imaging to the latest in wireless technologies. StealthCam continues to deliver the highest quality, most reliable trail cameras available. Your images begin at StealthCam.com. Coffee break If you're looking for premium coffee for those who grind every day, if life is an adventure and not just a routine, grind life is for you. You could be an adventurer, military person, first responder, outdoorsman, factory worker, or just red-blooded patriotic American. Grind life is here to help you achieve success in everything you do. Visit GrindLifeCoffee.com and tell them BHP Podcast sent you. And enjoy a fresh brew just like us. Yo, Kevin, give me a warm-up. <laughs> we're back. Yo. We cut off Kevin on that one. Sorry, but go ahead, Kevin. You were saying, ugh, it was scary. Don't like the feeling of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I... Music yeah. makes it up. I hate to even talk about it because now I'll be thinking about it for the next month or so. You know, that's one thing about how crazy would it be if the lights went off? Uh, one thing about that, <laughs> which so bad I had a controller, <laughs> I could like flicker them. It was funny. I was uh, looking on Facebook today, one. and there was a guy that I used to go to high school with. He was talking about how he's dreaming about he worked for GM and being in a meeting and things going bad and everything. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, I'll trade no you. Idea. I'll trade you dreams any day. <laughs> you have no idea. Cause what the stuff that is. comes back to haunt me and Bob and people that did our jobs is just unreal. But I don't know, think I've ever really had any, uh, scary, like in the field hunting stories. Though. Like, I don't feel like I've ever really experienced anything that was creepy in the field. I have. Whoa! After we watched that stupid movie, and Kevin's <laughs> we already talked about it. Yeah. Oh yeah! Didn't something happen? Though? I went out the next morning, and I swear yes. to God, like I heard this like screaming noise behind me, and I, I ran so fast to the ground. <laughs> At Lane's it house? Was not, yeah, probably, yeah. Probably a bobcat. Like, see, one of the one, pro- one of the ones was. that bothered the heck out of me when I was younger was uh, Night of Living Dead. Yeah, I am uh, not. I, I, I just, mean, I couldn't go near a cemetery for. We'll put this out friggin'. there. I'm not a scary movie guy. I <laughs> no. hate them. You know what though? I don't like watching them. It's not. I the, walked out of Thirteen Ghosts in the movie. No, theater. no, it's not the. I mean, if I saw <laughs> the original like, Exorcist, that if I saw, that, if I saw an freaky. actual ghost looking at me, if I, I think if I was walking through the woods and I look up and I saw a, a figure. Mm-hmm. Like looking at me in a far off, but looking at me, that would creep me out big time. But at the same time, I, I'm really big into like true crime stuff, and like I, I watch all the true crime episodes. I love watching this stuff. I don't even know why I like to watch it. I just like to understand like what's out there, like what sick, crazy things are out there that so I can try to protect. That'll myself. mess with your mind more. It does mess with my mind. I'm not gonna lie, but that's what scares me the most is people and and, and, and real people, <laughs> real people, and like <laughs> I. I and I, you know, I was just talking to a friend at work today about carrying a sidearm while I'm bow hunting. And now I'm like thinking like, I might actually carry a sidearm while I'm bow hunting, like in my bag, just on my person somewhere, because I don't like the fact, you know, to not be able to protect myself if 
a person approaches me. I don't know who the hell they are. They're coming yeah. at me. I have no idea what they're going to do. They could pull a gun. They could, you know, this happens to guys too. People act like it's just like women get robbed and, yeah. and all these things happen. Guys can get robbed and shot easily. You know, give me your money, give me your stuff, pop, pop, and they walk away. Well, look at look at those guys, those hunters in Michigan. I don't. They never found exactly all the Mayo. Where. Yeah, they went to a <laughs> bar. They got in an argument. They never they disappeared. They've never found those. So that, they never that's, found their bodies. That's near kind yeah, of. Yeah, they weird. figured out what happened though. They were fed uh, to the pigs. So the, that's a true story. The girlfriend finally. No, it wasn't uh, a girlfriend. It was a neighbor. There was a lady who witnessed the murder. Uh-huh. She's an older lady, and the brothers who did this murder. You can look this up online. Michigan Mile Murders. Um, uh, Tim, can you go? Uh, let him in. Um, so the the the, um, the 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 women the lady witnessed the, what happened. So what happened is they shot this deer. They go track the deer. The guy tracks a deer. Says it's his deer. There's an argument. There's a little bit of a, a tussle over this deer or whatever. So the brothers who are from Troy, Michigan, go back to the local bar later that night, and those guys are there. And so they get in a fight, a fist fight, like literally a fist fight over this situation. When the guys leave the bar. The brothers who are locals show up with other people and they surround the guys and they beat them to death with baseball bats, like literally to death. Mm. And a, a woman witnessed the situation uh, from her house and um, they approached her and said, don't say anything or you're next. Mm. So for years, she just kept it to herself. She had nothing to do with it. She's not, you know, she has nothing to do with the situation. And um, turns out those brothers fed their bodies to the pigs. They had a pig farm. And a, a state trooper from Michigan State Police eventually got to know this lady and over time kept visiting her until she finally gave him what happened. Yeah. At which point those two guys are in jail for life. You know? Yeah, didn't they also take his car and... and I don't remember that and, part, I think yeah. they put it in a pond or something like that and got rid of the car. Oh, I'm sure. They... So now they say, when you hunt Mayo... There's a ghost that walks around in the woods. Maybe. <laughs> Could be. Those two poor guys. So, hey, good this luck. Is the, but that's a good example, good I think, of. But this is a, that's a great example of don't overdo it. Like, a deer is a deer. It's not worth right. risking your life or anything, honestly. Like, if there's, someone's going to say it's their deer and you say, no, it really is my deer, and they get all offensive about it, mm-hmm. take the deer. You still got your tag. Yeah. Go shoot another one. I don't even care if it's a 180-inch deer. It's not worth any risk, especially in the field. You don't know how people are going to react. Right. And, you know, out there, no one's around to help you, you know, or vice versa. And, again, that's one of the reasons, I think, carrying a sidearm or something. Yeah. I don't do it during bow, but during, definitely during rifle. I mean, if I'm on private land, I don't usually think of it that way. But, again, if we go you saw We go someone, off the property and we go Well, on. the fear is – do you guys remember the story of the um, – the guy who went on a, a mass murder spree killing hunters in Minnesota? Yes. He was an Asian man? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he went in the woods and purposely found hunters and shot and killed them. Yeah. Like in Minnesota on someone's hunting land, on private land. Oh, I know what it was. He was hunting at someone's stand. Mm-hmm. And they went up to said, what are you doing? You can't get out of the stand. What are you in our stand for? This is private land, blah, blah, blah. He ends up yelling. They get in an argument. He ends up shooting the person. And another guy comes over to see what's going on, shoots him and vice versa. And right. they get into this like chase and he shoots other people yeah <laughs> and he went ballistic yeah i i, I C- agree Cedar with you had somebody sitting in a stand one morning yeah i remember that it is and it is like who did john oh yeah um private property 
no way that you could find the stand like unless you were looking for it days before that you know uh-huh. and uh yeah that's just a scary thing you're i mean you're absolutely right i mean i couldn't imagine walking into my ground blind and seeing somebody else seeing somebody you know what i, I mean I know. Like, in the morning at 5 30 in the morning well, if he's not dead because i shoot him i'm dead because i just had a heart attack yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty scary. I had a situation again in the UP. I hunted this area for like ten years, and never saw another person. I mean, I was way back. This is when I was young, and I could get out and hike and everything. And uh, I had gone out before daylight, and I was sitting, you know, way out in the middle of nowhere. And all of a sudden, I look. I'm like, what is that? You know, and I see three guys walking right towards me, like down this trail. I'm like. Like I said, I've been hunting here ten years. I've never seen another person. I'm I'm in the middle of nowhere, and they're and they look like it was straight out of Deliverance, man. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! If I, don't, that movie. if I don't move, if I don't move, will they maybe not see me or whatever, yeah. you know? And, but they're going. They're going to pass within fifteen yards of me, you know. And uh, they come. It's during gun season, I hope. Yeah, it's during gun season, and and they all got guns, and I got my rifle. Hey, you got there. one, right? If you're going down, and, they're going with you. you know, Someone's they, going down. They see me, and they go, "Who are you?" You know, they got that Ugh. Finlander voice. Who are you? You know, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm so and so. You know, I'm in the this camp. You know, with, you know, we got the land from Toivo, <laughs> and they go, "Oh, okay." You I, okay then? We out. Yeah, I'm Toivo's nephew. You lucky? You know, he hadn't hunted there in ten years, but for some yeah, reason, that he moment he came with a couple of buddies, and he said, "Yeah, we're gonna go back over here." But just for that moment of, of like you said, you're in the middle of nowhere. I haven't, you know, these guys—they're all rough-looking characters, and yeah, I was like, "Man, this is not good." Well. But, turned out to be fine but you know your mind goes different places yeah yeah well i think that's it we're gonna cut this one short guys apologize but it is halloween we all got things to do kids to take out trick-or-treating and uh just make sure you're safe out there if you're going out tonight and hunting and uh you know enjoy it you know watch your back watch your back watch out for those ghosts don't cause yourself any real life trauma by getting someone else's deer and you should be good keep an eye out (laughs) Keep an eye out. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.